cousin. Hello. My uh, dearest meet, cousin. meet Marine and Maya. I don't know where Hi, you guys Marine, are. On your Maya. Hi, now we're all cousins, just so you know. Yeah, we're all cousins, absolutely. Cousins by proxy. <laughs> I bet if we start digging, we probably well, will, because Bushra is related to everybody. Are you guys okay. too? No. Anybody here Sileti? Okay, well, that's just like one big like layer. He, his dad's side is Sileti, so he's... Oh. oh. Might be related to Fuad, though. Probably. Yeah. Fuad is my cousin. <laughs> oh. Most likely, dude. Which Fuad? I have six cousins named Fuad. <laughs> literally has cousins named Fuad. This is I actually Maya's... can't any cousins that are named Fuad. Like, truly, I can't. But maybe... <laughs> really? Really? Maybe Tushapu can explain. Oh, can oh. I call you, do I call you Bushra on this? No, it doesn't matter. You can call me Tushapu. You better call me Tushapu. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, what's Apu? the age difference? You better call me Apu. The Listen, age difference man. between us? Um, incalculable. He's young, dude. What? What? Okay, so you just celebrated your birthday, Big Bash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was my 34th birthday. A very important oh Okay, so 10 years. I, he is 10 years younger than it's me. baby. Yeah, but we get along like as if, you know. I know. We talk all the time. Bushra you is would... young at heart. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm just old. I mean, my knees are giving, my knees are giving like 70 years old. So. <laughs> I think after 30, everybody could just kind of reach as like a, we're all adults. Yeah. And it's, it's like all good. Age equilibrium. Like we're all yeah. 55. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Forever. <laughs> But let's talk about the fact that you're barely 34 uh, and everything that you've accomplished. So I wanted to, I was sharing your bio, which by the way, I didn't even know you had this whole bio online. So, <laughs> uh, so just to talk a little bit about all the things you've already done. So you are an Emmy award winning producer, music yeah. director. And we, as I know, you're what I know you as is an arranger. Um, so we want to talk a little bit about your project that you worked on with like Ben and Scott about with the ragged old flag, which was a huge um, piece that was aired actually right before the Super Bowl last year. So that was really a cool piece that you worked on. So we want to talk about that. But outside of all that, you've also co-founded a, a female pop R and B group, Citizen Queen. Check what? Them, check them out. Yeah, um, they're like part of I think Sony's music, right? Um, and then you also co and then you also co-founded Acapop, which is a really, really cool um initiative for kids and with acapella rights. And and you can explain a little bit more about that. But they've appeared on like the Kelly Clarkson show, they were on America's Got Talent. Um, and then for others, Marion, you're gonna freak out. Pause. He also <laughs> recently worked with Shreya Ghoshal. Oh, and was yeah, Shreya Ghoshal. Uh huh. And vocal produced uh, her first ever English Hindi album with the no. or crossover with uh, Pentatonix. So what Pentatonix? Oh my God! You don't know his connection to Pentatonix? Okay, no. so so I think I, I will right here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there and let you speak to all this because there's just so many things that you work on. Uh, but I think what I failed to mention is I believe you're the first Bangladeshi American to receive an Emmy as a music director. Can uh, we have a moment for this? Yeah, yeah. we need a moment oh, sure. for this. You yes. guys are very. We nice. are so proud of you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I mean, thank you to Shepu for this very generous introduction. Um, I don't know that I'm deserving of all of these notes <laughs> I praise, but uh, yeah, just to like, you know, tell you guys a little bit more about my journey. I, um, you know, I'm a Bangladeshi American, so I'm American born. Um, I was born in New Jersey and I'm the middle child of- Me too. Wow. That's why I think we're the same. We're getting along. <laughs> um, and so, you know, growing up, I grew up around a lot of, you know, I kind of, kind of felt like I had a dual identity in a sense, because, you know, I was like going to, my parents were very involved in the Bangladeshi community, very like, you know, holding on to their roots that they left behind um, in post-liberation Bangladesh um, and, you know, moved to like Connecticut and then they moved to New Jersey. And so it was just, uh, you know, they were, they were really grasping onto like their culture. And so growing up, I was actually really involved in, um, a lot of like Bangladeshi cultural functions and programs and we had a lot of family friends and things but I also was like you know had this dual identity of like a person who was growing up in like a predominantly white town um, with all of my school friends and stuff so I think that has really shaped a lot of the things that I work on um, and now in my professional life this is actually my second career I had a career in finance before uh, working in investment banking and then shortly after wow. finance and so I really made a big pivot in 2017 when I moved from Boston, uh, where I had lived for 10 years, to then move over to Los Angeles, where I now, you know, I'm pursuing full-time entertainment uh, industry work. And so some of my early entertainment industry work, and when I say early, I mean like 2018, um, you know, which actually now is like a significant amount of time has passed. Uh, yeah, that yeah, has happened too. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I worked uh, my first two kind of big moments and. Uh, the entertainment industry were Citizen Queen, the girl group that uh, Dushepu was mentioning, as well as Akapop Kids, which is the kids music brand that is geared towards, you know, a lot of a, a co-listening experience for families and children alike, uh, putting together like super high quality, really high caliber vocalists between age like eight and, you know, 15, 16, um, and having them sing acapella covers of popular music. Wow. And they're just phenomenal I mean, these kids are just absolutely insanely talented and i feel so honored to have like put that together and then work with them and now actually seeing a lot of their careers really flourish a lot of them are now doing amazing work in the music industry uh in theater live theater and film television so it's really 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 gratifying to see that and uh yeah and then i have a girl group citizen queen we started them off as an acapella group and uh we quickly signed them to RCA Records, which is under Sony Music. Um, and, uh, you know, we had like just a, an amazing whirlwind of experiences with them uh, from developing them in the early stages, creating, you know, one of their most viral videos, which was the evolution of girl groups. So check that out on YouTube. Um, it is like 26 songs that me and my collaborators, Ben Bram and Scott Hoying, Scott Hoying, uh, namely from the band Pentatonix, uh, we put them together, we arranged this 26 song medley and had the girls learn it and do a music video like within the first four days of meeting each other. So it was really a fun experience. And ever since then, these girls have been just like soaring, taking over TikTok. I think they have like 2 million followers on TikTok. Wow. Like, yeah, so they're, they've been doing really well. Um, and yeah, and, you know, that, and that those are the two kind of like things that I did in the beginning of my career in entertainment, which really kind of helped me, I guess, cut my teeth in this industry. 
Um, you know, I had been working in finance, which is obviously a very different beast, but you'd be surprised at like how many similarities I can draw from careers <laughs> in both industries. But uh, yeah, so those are the two first things that I did. And then I think living in LA, being here, being a person that is very involved in in various, you know, in, in various sub industries of entertainment. Um, you know, you just find yourself working on all these projects. And so that's how the Super Bowl project came about. That's how this project with Shreya Koshal came about. Um, and really just utilizing all of my perspectives from, you know, growing up, being, you know, just thrown into situations where I was a cultural minority um, and kind of learning from all of that really, I think, helps me in my career. And it brings a certain perspective that I think we as Bangladeshi people are starting to see, I think, in the next three to five years, you know, we have a lot of right now, I think we have a lot of these like firsts happening yeah, outside, yeah. outside of the typical industries that we as a culture have excelled in previously. I think now with, you know, and there's a huge shift in, in what I see in, in the Bangladesh population, right? People actually there. Uh, what I see is that people are young and like ready to kind of change the narrative about Bangladesh. I think we as a people are, and this is a whole other conversation too, but like, I think we as a people have this like, you know, this almost chip on our shoulder that's like this, you know, uh, post-liberation, which obviously what our forefathers did was so important. But I think now this new generation of Bangladeshis is, is young and creative and hungry and wants to really push the, the country and the people forward mm -hmm. um, in a way that is really exciting to me. Um, and it's rising class there. I mean, all these things you can get into, but... It makes me very proud. I think at the end of the day, what I'm saying, it makes me very proud to be a Bangladeshi heritage. It makes me very proud to be like the first Emmy winning Bangladeshi American. Um, but at the end of the day, like I will not be the last. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's part of the reason we started this podcast as well is to elevate Bangladeshis, elevate Bangladesh and all the great things that are coming out of Bangladesh and even here, the Bangladeshi Americans and, um, you know, what many of us are doing and no one really hears about it and there's really no channel to do it. So I think, you know, this is one of many. And we also hope that more people start talking about our culture, our people. Um, talk a little bit about that Ragged Old Flag um, project, which got you the Emmy. What was that specifically about and what really pulled you to want to do it? Well, um, I think the word Super Bowl would really put me on <laughs> <laughs> that, that little, little thing. thing. Yeah. Our friend, our friend Rachel Newbeck, who is the director of this piece, um, reached out to my collaborator, Ben, one day and was like, hey, you know, um, I may have a project having to do with the Super Bowl. I'm not really sure what it is. I don't know. Like, I feel like I need you guys to, like, be involved because I, I think I wanted to have, like, singing in it. <laughs> Ben's like... Okay, great. Like what? <laughs> That's the brief. I don't know. I don't know. Have it. I have no details. <clears throat> um, you know, Fox Sports has come to me. Fox Sports, like they televised the the uh, Super Bowl, and she was like, "Yeah, they just came to me and they were like, yeah, we we need something. We don't know what it is yet. We have to get a bunch of things approved.' Da 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 da. da. So Ben comes to me and he's like, "So Rachel reached out and was like." do you guys want to work on something for like the Super Bowl? And I was like, yeah, like, you know, I'll be like, I want you to work on it too. And so I was like, cool, let's do it. But like, give me more details when they come, but like sign me up. Um, Cause you know, you hear Super Bowl and that's like the most widely viewed piece of yeah. television, I think in our entire country. Mm -hmm. And subsequently. Um, 
And so I was like, yeah, let's do this. And then uh, a couple of days later, mind you, this is not like months and months in advance. Like this is like a month before the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, 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 this is not, this is like very close to the time that it's happening. So I was like, well, I don't think anything's going to pan out anyway. Because don't you need like months and months to like plan these things, right? You, one would think. But uh, it's, it's actually not the case. So we got more information. We found out that it was going to be a patriotic kind of tribute to America. And they wanted us to use the song Ragged Old Flag because in previous years they had used that song and they liked that song. And so that was like what it was going to be. We listened to the song and we were like, mm, it's. And this like, is a Johnny Cash song yeah, Johnny for those Cash. who don't know. Yeah. No disrespect to Johnny Cash. But we were like, this feels so like right-wingy like very <laughs> very like you know like oh america you know and we were like that's not the america that we see and rachel being just such an amazing dynamic person who has just really nuanced amazing you know views but definitely leans liberal um and so she's like i'm not gonna make a, you know something that's gonna be the super right leaning, uh, you know, about guns and like the military only. Like I want it to feel like the America that I see. And she asked me and Ben to help her put together a choir of young people because it was in her vision that she wanted it to be a choir of like a youth choir, basically singing, you know, this piece. And so when we got the song, we were like, eh, the song is it's a little talky because, you know, Johnny Cash is just basically speaking the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, and we were like, how do we make this, sung by a choir without making it sound really, really corny. Um, so then we decided that we wanted to actually take a bunch of patriotic songs like Shenandoah and America the Beautiful and like Yankee Doodle even, and all these like quintessential public domain songs. And the reason why we did public domain was so that we didn't have to like clear the rights. Right, right. The mm -hmm. world that we have to deal with all the time. Um, so we were like, okay, public domain songs. So we went on a search for like all the patriotic public domain songs. We created this like medley that the choir sang underneath the Johnny Cash voiceover. So it ended up being this very beautiful thing that we constructed to accompany essentially this Johnny Cash voiceover. Um, so when you watch the piece, it's, um, you know, it's the choir. It's all these beautiful images of like American life and different things. And then Johnny Cash's voice is like kind of over top. And then we have interwoven these vocals of these amazingly talented kids that, uh, you know, we sourced from, you know, this area because we were moving so quickly and the timeline was so was so tight that you guys did all of this within oh. a month. We did. Oh, we did all of this in like two weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, so I think from the we were like, all right, let's go. I was like up on like a little PowerPoint presentation, like making, like putting together headshots of like different kids that I wanted to be in it and reaching out and calling their parents and being like, you know, just like doing this whole thing over the course of like two days. We got the kids cast and then, and I was traveling too. I think I was in New York and I was like doing this on the plane and then like coming back and all this stuff and so we cast the thing and then we went into filming like legitimately maybe two days later and we had also to arrange the piece we pulled in our um other business partner scott from pentatonics because you know we were having dinner one night and he was like this project sounds so amazing like i really want to help him be part of it so we we're like hell yeah scott like join us so the three of us embarked on like producing this choir 
And what originally started out as just producing the music for the, the thing ended up just being a lot more of a full producer ask. Um, Rachel is an amazing friend and she really feels so collaborative. Like she wants to be collaborative and she really trusts us and you know brought us on for so many different aspects of the project not just the choir um and so we were all kind of in this process together for about two very intense weeks uh rachel and her team flew out to like the east coast to miami to like various places to get all the footage for the piece um we had filmed in la you know a flag folding in like a museum space and all this stuff and that all came together i believe the day before the Super Bowl, we like, oh and I remember I was sitting in Bangladesh. Actually, I went. What? Uh, <laughs> I went to Dhaka like the Friday, and I landed on like the Friday night or the Saturday morning, and I was like heavy jet lag. Sunday, you know, rolls around, and it's like Super Bowl time. So it was actually Saturday night, know, night, and I'm like up, you know, super you know, late at night and just like re getting ready for the Super Bowl. I almost never watch the Super Bowl <laughs> for the, the halftime show and the national anthem. But this year I was like, I, I have to watch it. I have to make sure that this piece looks the way that we made it. You know what I did mean? Did you know when it was going to air? Do they tell you like when they trafficked it? We did. We knew that it was going So Rachel was like, it's going to air right before kickoff. It's going to be the thing people watch before. Wow the kickoff happens we're like oh this is like prime time yeah you know, there's spots in the super bowl that are like the moments it's like right before kickoff and then right before and after the halftime show mm -hmm. and so that's because a lot of people tune in for the halftime show so they're watching the commercials that lead up to it so we were like oh this is important like this is a very important thing and we were really excited we even got our names you know on the on-screen yeah. credit wow which is not customary um but we advocated for it and seeing you know my name especially this like bangladeshi muslim sounding yeah. name on the television screen for the super bowl like right before it kickoff felt very special not necessarily for me personally but more just like as a piece of representation yeah. that like a muslim brown guy could have made this like patriotic thing for the United States of America for the Super Bowl, which is like potentially the so most American. It's yeah. so American. Um, so yeah, that was the story of how we did it. Wow. We literally submitted that shit like right before the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I was like, so nervous. I was like, please be good, please be good. And it was so moving. I mean, the the pieces for those who haven't seen it, I mean, it's still available on YouTube if you I think Google old ragged. We can link it. We can yeah, also we can link, link it to it. our... But I remember we all, you had told us like, hey, it's going to air on like 5 p.m. or something. And we were all, and, and you know, we have like a what's, WhatsApp family group <laughs> with like our parents. And again, our parents aren't really into Super Bowl either. I mean, that's just not something any of them watch as much either. But like everybody was tuned in and it was, we were all, you know, not together, but you could literally hear the excitement through the WhatsApp as people were sending screenshots of it and like his Aww. name popping up and like people are just like, oh my God. That is so it's such sweet. a big deal. Yeah. It was it's, really it's cute. So hearing you tell this because I'm I like didn't even realize that all of that yeah. was happening. Like wow. Yeah. Cause it was just ex and then I mean and then I immediately texted him and said, you better take me to the Grammys when <laughs> 
who get invited or whatever show Emmys, Grammys. I yeah, better be uh, But I mean, no, it, it like even just thinking about it now, it just feels like so special. Um, I was just sitting in like my bed in Dhaka, like at like four in the morning, just like <laughs> sitting with my laptop open, like watching this thing and being like, wow, like my name is on this piece of wow. become, you know, a piece of like American iconography. Like it's it's cool. Yeah. Thank you.